God damn, Rashad. Rashad Radio. That shit was dope. Rashad Radio. Rashad Radio. Rashad Radio. Oh, shit. What the fuck did I do? Oh, shit. I got to add her. Hold on. I fucked it all up. Revenge, are you there? Hold on, let me invite you. I don't know what I just did. Did I do it right? I think I did it right. Are you there? I am here. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Let me give you the damn star. All right, bam. Bada bing, bada boom. We in here. I got some. Bing bong. Yeah, bing bong is right. Yeah, okay. That's right. You little dirty motherfuckers, you got ringworm. <laughs> Shit. Shout out to Nims. <laughs> Yo, okay, all right, we on time now. We on the, we on that hip hop timing. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like that. So let me do this while I got you here. Please allow DJ too though. All right. I'm gonna let you allow. Oh, um, how are you? Happy Thursday. Happy Throwback Thursday. Good evening. I am. I'm tired, Rashad. I'm tired. No. This week has been a week. Really? Yeah. It's been weekend. You know, they did all that semantics on the words. You know, they say it's like seven days a week to weaken you in the weekend. All right. So you're feeling weak. I put favor. I mean, have you heard this? Have you seen that? Listen, the, the, the playing with the words. When I was like 19, not even 17, listen, I, I was around certain people and, and they started doing that stuff. Like, you don't understand, you overstand things. So, you know, like, right, right. So, <laughs> so I'm very familiar with all of that. I'm like, you know, language is pliable. I, I fuck with it, but <laughs> a lot of it is nonsense. Yeah, I mean, I kind of got flack from certain people in the beginning because when I first got on stereo, I had never heard anybody say um, Grand Rising to me, ever. And I was like, what the fuck? And so, you know, you know why they said, I mean, I'm sure you're hip, but like the whole Yeah, yes, please warning, me and enlighten, enlighten, enlighten. I will, because I think it's bullshit, you know, I'm going <laughs> to give it to you. Like, okay, they are sitting here trying to say that we're not going to say good morning no more. Because mm-hmm. the word mourning is when you're mourning somebody that has died. So you're saying negative shit. And I'm like, yo, that's two different words, y'all. Like, and it they're like, yeah, but like, words. and then, you know, they just wanted to keep moving with it. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not with this one. I'm still going to say All good right. morning and not feel bad. Wait, but then wouldn't it be like good rising? Or you got to make right. it, you got to make it extra special. So why wouldn't right. you so be that's like what I'm saying. The good great isn't enough. rising. So you gotta, you gotta, Grand is better than great, though, isn't it? Like, is it? No, if I if I said, "Yo, have yo, have a great day," or (laughs) have Have a a grand grand day, day. (laughs) yo, you'd be like, "Damn, shit, I want a fucking grand, y'all." I mean, excuse me while I pour beer and put my mic on my lap. By all means, but you know, language is language is a tool. If that's what people want to say, to each their own. Okay. I don't really say good morning either. I say shut the fuck up. 
I haven't like, finished my coffee. Shut the fuck up with that shit. Like, what the fuck <laughs> you talking about? Get morning and shit. What the fuck I look like? Mornings are not very good. I gotta go to work. Shut up. Where's my Yo, coffee? You would, you would hate if you lived in my building. I know the people in my building. They hear a mm. series of stomps with my feet because I'm a heavy walker. Then I be talking loud in the morning. Then I make unnecessary sounds like it's a football game going on. I be like, woo! You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I had to move God. the microwave for that one. Like I'm that guy. I'm bong hitting. I'm coughing. Uh, it's not six in the morning. It's like six p.m. in my imagination. Why? So, why do you talk so loud in the for what? I don't purposely do it. It's like I got one of those voices that carries. You know what I'm saying? And like if I'm in my own place, I don't want to necessarily not let my shit carry. You know, I don't like. So, you know what I'm saying? It kind of just, <laughs> just happens like that. So you just stomping around. You stomp. Yo, good morning, y'all. Being, good morning. I, I no. Mm-mm. You cannot, we cannot be neighbors. Don't let That's it right. be this like, is... I know. If we were, though, would you, would you say something to me, though? Like, because football season, you would know it was coming. I know we ain't going to talk sports, <laughs> but, like, that's when I'm the worst. That's why I don't care if you don't like football and you live near me. You're going to know I'm watching the game. You're going to know. I was like, listen, Rashad, just shut up and let me see the cats. I've come to see the mm. cats. I don't want to hear you. Do you have coffee? Your coffee probably sucks. Shut up and let Your me see the cats. Your company would probably be the thing that would make me have to die. All right, shit. Revenge is coming over. Let me, let me tone it down. She's cool. She likes the cats. Let me well, see the yeah, cats. Let me see on. the children. I'm a loud dude, though. I don't know. I get in trouble a, a, a lot for being a little bit too loud. That's a, that's a lot. Well, sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. So sometimes the, the, the levels is, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, Yo, I try to keep it, you know, low. You you aren't loud, in my opinion. Mm-mm. Kaylee's Mm-mm. not loud either. Y'all together are like this interesting, like, not so loud, but we hear y'all clear as fuck combination. Type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to y'all too with the content. I've been missing people. I haven't been on the on the app as much this week. I don't know if y'all got together this week, man. I'm fucking busy. Shit. Yeah, we did. We did a little bit of uh, superhero rejects, you know. But I haven't really. I've been trying to do more stereo stuff, just to see what's out there participating. But I don't know. It's it's strange. I just realized that they stereo. I don't know if you've noticed this. Not that it's of any importance but like i noticed they bring in people in like influencers to do the the stupid fucking sound bites and that's it and that's it them niggas get their money and roll yo shout out to y'all if y'all ever hear me i see y'all i ain't mad at y'all but like that's all they do they're not here that they're like oh okay we see what the other people do but we got paid to do this and that's what we're gonna do. yeah they come in they do badly formatted sound bites Everybody responds to them. I don't even know who these people are. They got blue checks. Right. And then they out. This blue check shit is crazy. I know it if is. I asked you if you want a blue check. I already know what the answer is. No, you know, I did. I saw, I saw. I was like, oh, request verification. I was like, yeah, why not? But my shit is private, so you can't. Wait, what do you mean your shit is private? My Instagram page is private. Fuck your Instagram page then. Do you have to? Was that like one of the requirements to make your Instagram or something? Well, so I 
we talked about this. I was like, oh, I'm going to make an Instagram just for stereo. But then that just seems right. like a whole right. lot of social media that I just don't want to do. But so that's what I'm saying. Bump that. Keep your shit private. Don't let the mm-hmm. lurkers in. We're going to play y'all message in a second, too. I see y'all. My man Josh, that came through this room. My man Jimmy up in here. We'll see y'all. Matter of fact, let me get y'all some motherfucking. I asked the wrong one. But anyways, I wish I could turn the volume down on those, and I apologize. I'm really big on audio. I know that shit's not like loud. Is it annoying when I do that shit? It sounds good later, just for the record. But is it loud to you when you hear that shit? Like too loud? It's it's fine to me. It's great. Let's play some mm-hmm. messages before I lose my train of thought, y'all. This is fucking episode, goddamn two. Yeah, we got revenge radio. I need a revenge radio Shot drop. Radio. But for now, that's gonna do. Shout out to all y'all out there. Lolly be good. Ali Pete. Anybody speak now forever hold your peace. We're gonna talk about a lot of shit. But me and Revenge, you know what I mean? We got uh we got attitude adjustments that we gotta start our show off with. There's a little warm up, you know. <laughs> that's what you just heard. Check yourself in the Hey face. Rashad, hey Revenge, I'm in here listening. Um so I heard some wind about some people Ooh. getting paid for sound bites. So they actually yeah. recruited people to pay them for sound bites when we yeah. got a whole community of people right here. Hmm. Yep. I'm in here listening. I'm cooking, so you guys are going to be my entertainment. Thank you so much for that. Um, shout out to the room, too. Perfect, perfect. I like that. Yourself. I mean, Donatella mingled with them. And look, that shit, mm. she came on up with them. We were like, oh, shit. Next thing you know, she got the check mark. So who knows? Maybe there's some science to that. Um, I don't really feel connected to those people, but big up to them, you know? Like, some of their. Make the money. I don't know. There's one that's weird, y'all. I've been trying to find that motherfucker. His face is all black. He got two different color eyes. His name is Ask Stereo. And he looks shady than a bitch. I'm like, who is you, dog? Like, how did you make your face look like that? Who sent you? They got special, they get special privileges, special avatar privileges. Facts. Like, do you ever think about why Pineapple Plant's the only Bama with a pineapple glass? Don't nobody else got that shit. <laughs> He knows somebody. I'm trying to tell you, like, who you know, Pineapple. Like, there used to be this other dude with a hat. Right, right. We want things. And, I, yo, I dead ass. I'm that nigga that sends the email, like, yo, what's up? I'm Rashad Radio. Like, can I get some shit, too? And the nigga back, like, nah, bro. Like, you lucky you got that check mark on our motherfucking ass. Got myself a t shirt. Says, fuck around and find out. Really fucking around so much, they're gonna find out. It ain't mm-hmm. gonna go down good for them. Carl's a bitch, and uh, Ali Tay got a lot of good fucking shit going around. My energy, my space, so <clears throat> come and fuck around with that. You're gonna find out. Life ain't gonna treat you good back. Holla. Damn. Yeah, but you know, fuck around, find, fuck around, find out isn't necessarily bad. Sometimes you just you're just being inquisitive. You're just being curious. You know, it's not necessarily like you're gonna fuck with somebody. You just gonna fuck around, and find out. Yeah, I think it's a it's scientific theory. Yeah. We talked about the generation differences in the other episode, and I think it's it's definitely some. We're, we're millennials, right? Do we wait? No. Oh no, no! Fuck I found out there's a whole little section for us called um uh. Zillennials, Zillennials, <laughs> some shit like oh, yes. that. Where it's the I did X see that. No, I've seen that. You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So what's the we, fuck? Right in the middle. You know, we gotta be Wait. special. We always gotta be fucking special. Everybody gotta be special. I don't know. Zillennials, we're like 
How you get your check mark, Ali Tay Tay? That's why I uh, say to people instead of like, how you doing? How's it going? Like most say, I say, how are you living? Like, man, not how are you doing? How are you living? That's okay. like says so much to the person rather than just how they doing in this moment. But how are you living? How's your life? Right? Words. What's your life like? Powerful. Mind is real. Everything's signed yeah. and sealed. Yeah. Y'all, see, this is what you get when you get revenge radio. She's thinking of that. But when I heard it, first thing I'm thinking is, how you living, Biggie Smalls? Oh, I thought you was going to give me that, Jones. See, no. Like, I'm surrounded no. by criminals. Heavy rollers, even the shiesty individuals. Smoking skunk and mad fillies. All right. Rest in peace, Big, y'all. It is a throwback Thursday. Uh, Revenge had a picture on her joint, which is private. So if y'all bitch ass niggas ain't her friends, you can't. I'm sorry. But um, my joint, not private. So if y'all look at my IG, you can see some throwback Thursday pictures of your boy Rashad Brady, Rashad Sadiq, all that good shit. We're going to get to the stories in a second. We're going to get to the topics in a second. We bust these last two messages. Appreciate y'all here. Make sure y'all share this shit too. Hey, Rashad. Hey, Revenge. You know, every single time someone says that, I, I literally say, what does that mean? And no one's ever given me the answer. Uh, thank you for giving me the answer. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. What does Total. revenge radio yes. mean? Educational. Is that what she's asking? Is that what she's asking us? What does revenge radio mean? No, what does grand rising mean? We're being oh, educational on these oh, yeah, stereo I'm streets. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. We're we're being careful with our words. That's what we're doing. Yeah. No, educational. Education. <laughs> what if I don't want a grand day? What if I just kind of want a mediocre day? Midday. <laughs> mediocre rising, guys. Mediocre Yo. rising. <laughs> Have a midday. Hope your day's mid. Hope you some Reggie over there. How about like, Come yo, on. I'm glad you woke up today. That's good. That's good. Motherfucker you woke up like, today, great. to die? Shit, leave me alone. <laughs> Fucking stuck here. Can't figure a way out. Unless it's gruesome. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I hope that I don't never hear that from somebody because I will turn into their friend and make them see like the light of life. It's like, it's going to be all right, buddy. Come on, man. We got a long way this to go. You're such a Scorpio, God. Man, I can't help it, young. It's fun to be this. I enjoy it. I guess. I've actually been looking forward to this, man, because this is my Scorpio time right now. I got some tree, I got some beer. I'm reporting to you from uh, an undisclosed location where I'm a little upset with my cup holder because it looks like it's going to ruin my cup. But we're going to be careful when <laughs> we try to spill this shit. <laughs> my cup holder. <laughs> Yo, my cup holder got teeth like a dragon. It's like, yo, can they give me my cup back? Yo, I get it. Like, you, you are you good in Westeros? Here, like, Is your undisclosed huh? location Westeros? You on the Iron Throne? Is this Game <laughs> of Thrones, sir? <laughs> uh, so like, no, nah, I, I feel you in, man. Those that know, man, that have been listening to me for a while, this is what I gotta do with this big ass motherfucking voice and loud ass like energy. I can't be mm. driving my family crazy like that. I, I don't have a big condo. So I feel like in New York, you should be familiar with not big apartments, right? Yeah, like I got a, a decent-sized apartment. Yeah, Ours I'm ready to leave. Here for the money. But I can't. Either I can't, way, I can't take it. I report from the vehicle. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I got enough space. It's comfy. And you can't even tell. I got all these oh. things here. It's like, it's like a man cave car. And if I got to, like, I could just mute and go get some food and shit. You wouldn't even know. It's a mobile lab. A mobile stereo lab. All right, so I have a story to tell you. You ready? Tell me. I have a story. 
All right. So, have you been watching The Last of Us on HBO? I have not. All right. It's all right. It's okay. Spoiler alert. All right. Just, just letting you know. The episode came out like three weeks ago, so get over it. But this is definitely about episode three, which was like really emotional, right? So I'm trying to talk to my friend about this because we're nerds. I played the game. I'm talking about the differences in the game. And there's this character, Bill. Then in the game, in the in the in the show, they killed him off. And it was very beautiful. Uh-oh. It's poetic. It's lovely. No, no, it was all love. It was like very emotional. Oh my God, love is so sweet. But in the okay. game, in the game. He's still alive, so he is crazy in the game. He goes crazy because his lover Frank dies, and that was like his last his last tether to like normalcy. And he's just like he's out here to seven thirty, and I'm t- I'm talking to my crazy. friend. I'm like, yeah, so he's seven thirty crazy, and my friend goes, y'all that didn't know, yeah, yeah, but he goes, what does seven thirty mean? Because yeah. he doesn't know. And I'm like, well, 7.30 means crazy. And the reason for that is because when um, a defendant needs to get a psychiatric evaluation, they fill out the form 7.30. Is this why? This is why. Huh. In New York City. So then I was thinking, I've definitely heard this in songs. And then we just... We just, I just posted it um, earlier today, but I was talking to Daniel about it. I was like, well, who, who has used that terminology in the songs? So Nas used it and Big L used it in his Abonix song. But now I have a question for you because I, I had to look this up and I was like, I don't know. I don't know Young Thug. I don't know. I don't know his music. I don't know if I want to know his music, but he has a whole <laughs> song called 730. Okay. What is that about? Does it mean crazy? Did he like take the term? Yeah. And like so New York, give it its credit, right? Mm-hmm. Um because I feel like behind you know before we started, we was gonna say how some of this stuff kind of originated out there, right? It's like mm-hmm. yeah, earlier in the nineties you would not hear E forty or West Coast rappers say 730s down south rappers you brought you wouldn't really hear it but i just think through music and popularity and just hip-hop growing we all hear everybody's regions and we pick and choose shit you know what i'm saying before you know it people are going to be saying luncheon and like people in dc and maryland don't even say luncheon as much as they used to but so maybe they won't even say luncheon but like you know what i'm saying like 730 clearly i feel like everybody knows if they don't know at all then they don't know at all but for the people that do hear it and hear it in the story they know that that means crazy loco you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's thanks to i feel like new york rappers for sure not not just that ebonic song either because mm-hmm. big l is just a genius to do that shit but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i feel like most people should know that um 7 30 is crazy and then 420 is what you know not weed. for the alcoholics for the weed heads exactly so mm-hmm. But so I'm those, shocked another, Is there anything else? Why? Wait, because they didn't know? How old were they? The well, who, the, who, who? Well, no, he's my age. But it, there's reasons why he don't know. It's all right. He don't really listen to hip-hop. It's okay. He's a cool dude. Um, he doesn't use hip-hop but, slang. He don't use Ebonics. No, 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 
no <laughs> no but um like so young Th- tell me explain to me like i'm dumb who is young thug and is the song 730 good yo we gonna have to maybe find that shit and i'll see if i can crank it but i don't know i don't know what that song's about um i know young thug is from atlanta and you know what I'm saying he's currently looking like he's not going to be doing too well behind bars, but mm. yeah, I don't really know much else except for I, oh wait, I would just go ahead. I do know who Young Thug is. Isn't he like an infamous ATL gangster? Like for real, for real. Well, that's what's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Do with the boy. Oh, so, I never listened to his yeah. music though. Hmm. Yeah, you might have heard mm-hmm. one song of his, but you know, I mean, we—it's like we had outgrown that shit. Like by the time he was like, "Every time I fuck, I gotta have at least like two bitches." You know about that joint? You know about that shit? He's, mm. he's, oh, sorry, sorry. That was my young mm. rendition. But I see. Yeah, that was a uh, his introduction for me, and my mm-hmm. son had just been born, so I was definitely not about to fuck two bitches. Uh, <laughs> those days were kind of like over i was in the car like damn like actually like thinking like as if that was gonna happen anyway but yeah young thug is uh he's done a lot man he dressed in female clothing you know oh, that's, he right. Boundaries. that's right yep uh-huh. he got an al- album where he's dressed in purple like dress or some shit mm-hmm. he said lots of like suspicious things that you would never hear rappers of our era say like smoking on big dicks right now smoking on donkey dicks like what <laughs> like, what you say like, no nah, that just means like i feel <laughs> what i feel what like you talk about like Listen, no we don't feel even like... feel nothing don't 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 smoke no dick around me okay i'm not talking about dicks while i'm smoking weed with my niggas like they were talking about the blunt like it's a dick like it's weird my niggas like that's weird but <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think women are doing that shit. And porn stars, are porn stars calling the blunt dicks and shit? Like, why did you do that? But he did it. And, you know, he, he kind of just pushes the boundaries when it comes to that. I think he even, like, I don't know, but that guy's fucked up right now, dog. He's an idiot. I'm, and then you and I were talking, and then you said something, and I was like, walk you like a dog. And I was like, where the yep. fuck I heard that from? And you were like, Cardi mm-hmm. said it. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Like, I will I walk. That is the dog most gangster. I dog walk your ass. I love that saying. Now, <laughs> are you a Cardi B supporter? Do you like, are we I fucking Cardi love Cardi. I love okay, Cardi. I've loved Cardi. Yeah, Good. I love Cardi. I, didn't wanna, I, loved I was going to be sad if you didn't, though. No, no, no. I loved her when she grew like Instagram famous because she would do like these uh, these lives and these videos of just like her talking. She's hilarious. And then you know she was on Love and Hip Hop. And listen, I listen. I watch so much garbage television to decompress. No. I don't know if you do this. I do. I do. You do that. Okay. I do. I watch Love and Hip Hop. Guil- Yo, is it? Do you know it's guilty pleasure? Yeah, I know it's garbage. Right, cause like when I listen to trash rap, I know it's guilty pleasure. I'm like, this yeah. is bad, bro. Cause I love it right now. Yeah, but sometimes you gotta have, you know, the bad. Like some people like, you know, fast food. I like reality TV. 
And mm. and I don't watch it all the time, but when I've had like a really uh, mentally intensive day, I need something that's not I don't need to think about at all. How so, how does this translate for you as far as the social media renditions of it? You know, you got real deal reality TV like what you were talking about, and then you got mm -hmm. like Chicle and Millennial on Instagram. No, I don't really what fuck with. Mean? I don't really fuck don't like with. I don't fuck with social media like that. Okay, so you're not even hip to that that version of it, because I yeah. feel like that's all it is. It's like fake me out comedian reality TV skits and shit. I just don't wanna. Like I doom scroll a lot. I do. I catch myself doom scrolling, but there are times where I'm just like, I want to throw my phone across the room. I want to curl up on my couch and be like a potato and not have any emotions or thoughts or feelings or see anything and just shut down. Yeah. Putting the accurate music on for that. Potato. <laughs> <laughs> not a potato. A whole potato. Um, well, shit. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But do you well, so do you do you want to talk about Styles P? I do, but I still want to fucking dig into this this guilty pleasure of oh, okay. watching Cardi B because I remember when Cardi B had the buck teeth, fucked up teeth, and mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. I didn't watch it like y'all did, but I remember people that was fucking with her was telling me, "Yo, you know about Cardi B?" So like, her come up is cool. She's a hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Success story. Mm -hmm. But since we brought her up and you brought mm -hmm. up fast food in comparison, how ironic mm -hmm. that her and Offset got a fucking... With the McDonald's. Food. I know. Yeah. I'm not Ugh. happy about that. Nah, but you know, they, they get... Everything is about money. They got probably offered a whole lot of money to do that. And it's just like... Why not? <laughs> you think Why I'm not? reaching? I told my baby, I was like, this shit's racist. You know? They got Offset represented by Coca-Cola and Cardi B's the goddamn high C orange. The fuck kind of <laughs> shit is this, man? I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I don't uh, like that shit. Why, why they even got to be food? Like, just be the niggas that are sponsoring the shit. Y'all don't got, like, am I reaching? I, I swear to God, if y'all look at the advertisement, they put Wait, the but Coke I thought... I thought those were the meals that they chose themselves. Like they, that's their meals that they like right. from McDonald's. Right. Okay, that's what it is. So there you go. You got it. You don't think it's ironic? Why can't that nigga have a vanilla shake? What if he really likes Coca Cola? Nah, they said that <laughs> shit black. You black. You drinking the black Coke, nigga? They ain't, he ain't even had no say in it. He probably didn't even know. He probably just signed a check, got the bag, and in that joint it said, "We are gonna say that this is your meal." This is Cardi's man. I don't go fuck Damn, with Rashad, you cracked the code. I'm dead ass. That's what happened. <laughs> These motherfuckers don't care. They don't even know yet. They probably somewhere like cheating on each other right now. And like, oh, you know no. what I'm saying? I'm sorry. No. I shouldn't have said all that. I'm terrible. <laughs> I ain't shit. I'm the worst person to ever talk about this type of shit. Why? So you just so you think Cardi and Offset are just cheating on each other? You don't remember I when think, he was sad? He was sad. They broke up. She left his ass because he was cheating. And he went, think, he was on tour. He was talking to the audience, talking about, I miss Cardi. Mm -hmm. Right? He was he fucked up. Mm -hmm. He fucked mm -hmm. up. Yo, Cardi dissed that nigga on his album. <laughs> Cardi <laughs> gave that nigga the business. Okay, hold on. Yeah. And, okay, and this man learned a lesson. And mm. the lesson isn't finished being learned because I feel like, unfortunately, it's going to end terribly. Mm. And Cardi's going to be the victor. And Offset's going to just be out there like, damn. 
Because, like, come on, bro. You fucked up, man. Like, you can't cheat on a female celebrity that's got a fanhood growing. Like, it's just not everybody's Jay-Z. Like, was that shit ever even confirmed that he did that shit? Like, I don't know. That he was a good hair, all that mm. shit? I don't mm. know. He got fucked up in the elevator, though. Big boy cuts is in the building. with He waiting about something. Rashad, what's going on? Revenge, what's good? Oh Let me God. tell you something, man. First of all, high C orange is a white folk drink. You know what I'm saying? White folks eat, I mean, drink orange soda. You know what I'm saying? I've always said that, Rashad. Always. Come on, bro. It's not racist. You reaching, bro. You reaching. And plus, I've had the meal. And it was delicious. McDonald's don't sway away from me too far. You know that. You. Yeah. Jimmy, dog. Shout out to my guy, Big Boy Custom. Dog. I see Queef Latifah in here, too. Lord Protector, Chaco, all y'all. My man, Ron J. got fam in here tonight, y'all. Hey, when y'all leave messages, I'm going to make it seem like y'all came into our crib or the studio with the doorbell, all right? So feel free to ring a doorbell and say what's up. This is Rev- Revenge Radio, episode two. I got to slow down. I got a strong brew. I already felt myself blah, 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 slurring mm-hmm. on the shit. So, you know, I get excited. Let me put some cannabis in the air. But listen to the Styles P shit because, you know, Styles P mm-hmm. to me, man. And I hope, I hope, like, I do a lot of this Rashad radio shit and, you know, hopes of aspirations of being in a world where I could be like, yo, yo, check my beat, check my podcast, check this. One time I was talking about you here. Much love to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I could quote, like, several Panero, Panero ghosts. South P, whatever y'all want versus right now, because that nigga's verses stick to me. Like, like yeah. food. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like some rappers impress me because they're so fucking like witty. They're so fucking like lyrical. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying he ain't either of those, but all I'm saying is that he has a lot of shit that feels like, like nourishment music where it's like, damn, bro. Like, my soul felt that one right there, bro. So let me turn this beat off real quick, though, because it's not appropriate for what I'm saying. But yeah, Young Styles P, I used to say, and this is on quote, like people that went to college with me in Atlanta back in the day, they mm. would say, yeah, Rashad used to say that. When when Jada Kiss was overall, like everybody knew Kiss was that nigga because he was killing mixtapes, he was killing the Rough Riders shit, he was mm-hmm. killing everything back then, right? I used to tell people, like, yeah. I was like, Styles P's better, though. And people would be like, nah, you, know, you bugging. I'm like, no, Styles P is better. And they'd be like, well, how you figure? And it's like, it's not to say that Kiss is not nice. No, no, no. But- it's not even, look, yes. Styles P is the lyricist of the locks. But here is the trap. And, and this I heard it on the album, right? Like, the trap that he falls into. You're not going to, Rashad, you're not going to sit there and tell me that some of those fucking... Um, some of the shit, it's repetitive and it's boring. Yes. Right. No, yeah. Like I the get chorus, it. No, he... the chorus, I'm like, I got to skip the chorus. <sighs> let me, let me get to the, <laughs> like it, he repeats his chorus. That's not his strong lot. suit. It's not, his, his, he's not yeah, a his, showman. His... He's a lyricist. <sighs> right. But like, check it out. Like, Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let you. I want to You're accurate with this. Let me let you finish. Listen, this. because like the intro. Look, we're gonna talk about the album. First of all, the name of the album is very. I was very intrigued. I was like, oh, penultimate. What does this mean? Mm. Second mm. to last. Is he gonna like, you know, put out the last album after this one and and retire, 
But we looking at the end, like, oh, okay. So um, a calm wolf is still a wolf. I like that. I like that. Right? So the first song, the intro, guess what? There's no hook. There's no chorus. There's nothing. So it was entertaining. It was great. It was perfect from beginning to end. Beautiful intro. Beautiful. Amazing. Right? right? Then what? We get pressure with Bucky. Bucky, who's come out of nowhere. He used to be He used to be in D-Block. Well, he is in D-Block. Why is Bucky on oh, this oh, album? Oh, you remember who Bucky. Knows? You remember Bucky. I had to look him up. I was like, who the fuck is Bucky? No, no. Yeah, Bucky ain't been around. Like, Bucky is not well known. No. But he was a part of D-Block. Because, you know, I'm like, why is Bucky all over this album? And so, Pressure was all right. That was like the first. Was that the first? Let me see. Let me check my notes. Yes. So I gave it a medium. It was a medium. It's like, all right, all right. Um, death before dishonor, negative. Negative. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. The singing, I was like, "Mm -mm, mm mm-mm, skip. (laughs) It gave me nothing. Gave me nothing. Um, but the one that that I really liked after the intro was Porsche Lights. That beat. That beat. So one of the things that I realized in Styles P's album is that we're hearing a very New York sound. And you said last show that New York is coming back. And when I was listening to this album, I was like, yeah, a lot of these beats are crunchy. They're crunchy. They're gutter. Crunchy. Yeah. Like real New York. So I was like, oh, and so this one hit me. I was like, Porsche lights. I like this. Right. (laughs) But, and it was like mainly the beat and his delivery. But I'm going to tell you, uh, none of his lines really. I mean, there's some lines that stayed with me from this album, but I can't remember any from from this. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got something for the listeners and for you and for Styles P. Like I said Mm -hmm. earlier when I was getting ready to ramble on. I feel like older rappers that I enjoyed listening to from Nas and Styles P to even Ice Cube, right? Like Ice Cube got a verse that I got stuck in my head right now. And it's brand new. But it, it it's kind of like these niggas is older and I'm not frying y'all because I'm getting old with y'all. I'm in my mm-hmm. motherfucking car and it's a family car, y'all. All right. So anyways, um, what I'm trying to get at is <laughs> y'all niggas. <laughs> Stupid. It's stupid. It's a family car. Yo, yo, niggas need to make less. Yo, make your album less music. You know what I mean? Because not so many songs, right? Like, Mm because I feel like there was like seventeen tracks on this balance album, right? Mm -hmm. Some shit like that, right? And even Nas, like, he couldn't give me enough. But if they gave us like, like, you could even change the game, older rappers. Give us like five tracks. And they all be dope, though. They can't be no mid. And then like just maybe straight up EPs. Yeah, and then that maybe your your shit will stick to revenge a little bit more because I already know what you mean. Like, like Styles P is he's very like almost like a like an author. You know what I mean? He kind mm-hmm. of reminds me of a book writer when he's right when he's rapping, and you know that's not very entertaining all the time. You have to be in the mood for that type of you know content but when you are like if you really want to dig deep you know panero will do that shit 
I got some shit. I wanted to do it, man. Now that I'm I fucking was thinking about this the other day. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna remember this for us for her. We'll get this joint ready for the show. <laughs> right. Well, I can he tell said you something like Wait, I, I swear to God, if you mention no, no, go ahead. If you mention what I'm gonna mention, because I have it written down, and then I'll send you a picture of what I wrote down. Cause I did, you know, I try to come prepared, like in my memory. Ah, oh, the memory. So I need, I need context clues and shit. So go ahead, tell me what you remember. Well, I, mean, I got some, I got, I got, I got some quotables, and I got a couple uh-huh. half verses that just would make me say why I said what I said about him versus Kiss because when uh-huh. everybody was on Kiss, and I like Jada. Don't get it twisted, y'all. Mm-hmm. Styles P in the same song said. Styles P, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, and ended yes. the verse like that. Yes. That's true. I did hear Wait, that. you're my favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then he said, G-H-O-S-T, give me a G-U-N and some S-M-O-K-E. I'm on the B-L-O-C-K with a G-L-O-C-K with my bad bitch, and she came from B-K. Like, it's so much. Chill, Styles. Styles. It's so much. Why you did that to the alphabet right quick? Like, and everybody heard what I said. Y'all niggas that can't even read well, y'all understood <laughs> what I said. I know that. Okay? Here's why they call me the ghost. I'm half dead. I'm half alive. And when there's beef, I bring all of the toast. Mm. Bruh. Don't fuck with Styles P, y'all. All I got to say, like, like. He said, he after the most high, I am the most high. Oof. Wow. I know. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, I think people got something to say about Styles P. Y'all better not be saying that. Hi, Sean. Say hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Kelly. Oh, shit. I'm clipping that down. Play it again. Rashad Radio. I know. I'm going to play it. Let me see. Can you play it for me? I'm about to save it. Okay. It oh. says Jimmy. I don't know if you know. Um, do you play hey. messages? I play messages. Oh my god! <laughs> That's it. Hi, Shad. Say hi, Shad. Hi, Shad. Shad Radio. Hi, Radio. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. I asked him to do that shit, man. Hi, Bella. You can go to bed, Bella. What you doing up this late, Bella? Let me see what my man Ron J talking about. Hey, yo. Let me tell you something. Mm. Styles P is known for one thing in my book. Mm. He has literally top five. Well, I think it's the worst, but top five worst albums of all time, bro. <gasps> wow. <laughs> like literally. Wow. That 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 album he had good times with no, yeah. I get high. I get high. That shit, that was his only joint on there. I played that entire fucking record just looking for another song. That shit was super trash. He was it's probably either it's interchangeable. That album and Mud Boy from fucking Sheck West is probably wow. the two worst albums ever in history. This, this wow. is blasphemy, bro. I don't agree with him. Young, is he still here, Ron J? I remember you said that before, so I know he means that shit like mm-hmm. sincerely. And I don't understand. Like, I thought that album wasn't that bad. I, th- you know, you- so this is the thing. I was telling Daniel as I was listening to this album. The problem with Styles' albums is that. It'll have like, you know, out of 10 tracks, you're skipping one to play the next one. That one might be good. You play the next one, you're skipping that one. 
you might skip the next one. So you end up with like three songs or not mm. even like two and a half. And then you'll have some lines from Damn, some son. of them song. I'm serious. It's true. Some of the, some of the songs is just a few bars that are like, damn, that's so good. Like, um, that'll be enough. That song. It was all right. It was all right. There was repetition. There was, it was right. But he said something that it stood with me. Cause I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. He said, okay. I'm from the PJs, the poor Jedi's. And I Wee. fucking, I just stopped. I looked at Daniel. I said it mad times. He was like, the poor Jedi's, you can feel the force. And I was like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker. Mm. And I was just mm. like, it was genius, the poor Jedi's to, to stand for the projects, like the PJ's. And I was like, oh, mm. but that was it. That was it. Did I like, did so I like the rest of the song? No. Yeah, no. he's got really good. He's a good lyr lyricist, but he just, that's why Jada, I think, becomes a better, you know, and we haven't even, we haven't even spoken that, you know, the last has three. <laughs> oh, no, three and Sheik Luch, the Scorpio. Hold on. I love me some Sheik Luch. Don't get it twisted. But I Jada, Jada ends up being like the, the ultimate, like the, the, the top member of the lot he's a if fucking you wanted to hall of fame rapper like i know just a lot because like, the thing a, is a... because he has the lyricism and he has the charisma and he, he, got the and he has the delivery too. he has yeah, the presence he got the bounce the crowd control voice. yeah and you you look at him well the thing is like you look at all three of them and they are professional like i keep going back to it but i mean the the locks versus dip set. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's classic, and there's no reason not to. You know what? Mention that everywhere you go to remind people about that time in history. That's yeah, because dip set was karaokeing over their own music. Hold up, hold up, they hold didn't... Up. I hate to interrupt you. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I hate to do this to you. Mm -hmm. You know, you know how sometimes they say, "Do you know where you were when the powers hit, where Big died? Do you mm -hmm. know where you were?" when Kiss did what he did on Versus? Because I do. Yeah. I, because did you me, see it live or did you see it live? No, we saw it live. We saw it live because... Oh, shit. Let's listen, go. Listen, Daniel is from Harlem. Okay. And when we heard that this was going down, I was like, you know, you know the locks got it. Like, that's it. This isn't even a competition. There's going to be a slaughter. And me and him were going back and forth and we watched it live. It was. It was. Yo, but you didn't know. I, I was just like you, right? I'm the hip-hop head. Shout out to all the hip-hop heads in the building, y'all. Shout out to everybody enjoying themselves right now. This is Revenge Radio episode two. But you didn't know. Nobody knew that How Kiss bad. was going to do that. Mm-hmm. His freestyle. Listen, can I mm -hmm. tell you real quick? And I know I'm wordy, so I'll try to be as quick. Okay, okay. My lady loves hip-hop, too. She's just not about it like me. You know, so mm -hmm. she's sleeping the bed. I'm watching this shit on my phone mm -hmm. in the bed. I never forget this shit on my phone. And then, like, if you got fancy skills with it, y'all, you can transfer what you're watching on YouTube from your phone to your TV real easy with a push of the button right there on the mm -hmm. screen. So I did that. And I woke her up a few times, but like, luckily for her, she go back to sleep easily. But like, I was going nuts. I said, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And if y'all don't know, if any of y'all are listening, you're like, oh, Rashad just over here, Sice and shit. He get no. Like, that shit to me was so refreshing 
for right. my generation. That shit was so fucking rap, like so hip hop and so organic. Mm-hmm. And the nigga Kiss just all of a sudden just like took the internet single-handedly by storm. I don't give a fuck what happened that day or that week. And I don't know. I don't care. Jada mm-hmm. Kiss put his fucking flag in the goddamn hip-hop soil and was like, yo, don't ever forget what I did this night. Yeah. And now he was like, he let me should. remind you. Let me remind you. Because it wasn't, it wasn't nothing new. It was just like, oh, it's been a minute. Let me remind you of how good I am. Crazy. It was crazy. I know. I, know. I wish I was there. Like, shout out to the people that were there, young. What the fuck? Woo! Do you do you enjoy live like, concerts and shit? Or like, are you outgrowing that? Like, how do you feel? Like, you still want to um, be in the mix sometimes? Or? It gets you know, different I as you get older. I'm gonna lie. The last concert I actually went to, I think, was for Run the Jewels, and it was a smaller okay. venue. I do like smaller venues. I don't like big. Uh, stayed, and I don't like too many people on me either. Like, right, right. It's back like, up off me. I'm gonna stab you. They didn't even check me. Listen, I, me. I have to. I'm a tax paying citizen. I work, you know, nine to five. I'm middle aged. Give me a chair and a fancy fucking drink and let me watch a show. I'm not trying to, like, be standing there. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so while we talking over. that though, the last mm-hmm. time I had to think about it too, I saw I saw the Jizza right. He came mm-hmm. out here not too long ago. Shout out to my guy Roland. He took me out that jump, but like that wasn't that big of a venue. Jizza came here, and I could tell you it was a really bad, bad, bad show. Really? Just yeah, he knows it was bad too. It was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It was a small venue like in D.C., but mm-hmm. prior to that, I also saw Wu Tang. I want to say in twenty nineteen. In mm-hmm. a big venue, and Redman was there, right? Redman, shout out mm. to Reggie Noble, right? But uh, you know, we talking about Jada Kiss and that memorable that Mark, like you can't never forget what he did, and like he's grown, y'all. He's not a little kid rapper, mm-hmm. and he did that shit like it was exercise in the gym that he's just very good at doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Redman also has real good stage presence for his age, man. Like the nigga fucking came out here and rocked the crowd with Wu Tang. And it was definitely something that I won't forget. But the point of it is, is being older, I was probably, I wasn't 40 yet. I was like 30-something, late 30s. And I was like, yo, man, I don't know. I don't know these niggas. Man. Who's over here? I didn't like being there. It was too many people, bro. Like, <laughs> so many people, man, yeah. Treating me like I'm their age and shit. Like, don't bump into me, dog. I'm sensitive, man. What the fuck? Like, the... No, I'm just playing. I don't bring no guns around nowhere, but. Listen, I like oh, space. I like my space. I like my personal space. Um, you know, if I want to jump up, like if, if there's, if there's a song and I want to jump up and I want to like, you know, dance or like get hype, I want to have the room to do so. Don't step on me. Don't push me. I'm delicate. I'm sensitive. I'm a, I'm a delicate, sensitive thug. You know, like I'm just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm too old. <laughs> that's what, that's what it boils down to. We too old for that, man. Fuck around and find out how old we are, you know, because we too old for that. And we don't fuck around and find out how young they are because that's it, that also is another feeling that I'm like, damn. Man. But I ain't gonna you lie. Were like, the, you were once there. You were once there. But hold there. up, like, without going on too far of a side <laughs> topic, like, do you like it if like young niggas don't recognize and they hit it, holler at you like they, you're, like you're their age and shit, or do you not like that shit? Like, gotta like that. Oh no, I I I think it's hilarious. I laugh. I'm like, are you? Stop it. I I could be your mother. I could be your aunt. You don't say that shit. 
You don't what? say that shit. <laughs> I have. I have. I have. <laughs> I have. Like, stop it. Like, you are you are a child, sir. Because <laughs> you're in like, New York City, like the land of the game spitters. Like niggas just holler at shorties all day, in my opinion. Like when I picture New York City, I picture cabs, Timberland boots, you know, fly shorties <laughs> everywhere, and niggas just saying, Hey yo ma, hey ma. Isn't that hey, everywhere? Yo, Am I bugging? No, it's definitely, it's definitely, it definitely has happened. But what ends up happening now, because I'm older, I'm like, now you don't want to do that. But guess what? Like, oh, you live on this block. I live here. And like, I'll start a conversation with them. And like, you know, we cool. I'm not available, but we cool. We can have a conversation. And somehow like, you know, you, you, you get to be old enough where you, shift that conversation because the reality is like if you don't learn that then you get the opposite which is like you you reject you reject some of these zoos and then there might be problems and so you know you get you start arguing they start cursing you out they might follow you it's like, it gets a little dangerous you know i definitely have been followed yeah. i bet because niggas is weird yeah so that's why you gotta you gotta become cool with them you gotta be like, nah, but you know, like that's sweet, but yo, guess what? Blah blah blah. You know, you shift the conversation, and, you know. Nah, y'all yeah. need protection. They need to be like a weirdo protection patrol for shit like that. Just niggas out there looking for weird shit. You know, that was well, weird, my guy. She's not feeling you, nigga. Buzz off. But also, I can be very unapproachable. I don't know if you know this. Well. I'm very unapproachable. You do, you like pass gas and shit? No, 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 no. I have a face. I have a face. I have a face. I've been told that I have this face where it's just like, oh, you don't, like, it's, I'm just not approachable. And there's sometimes where I make this face or like I have this presence where it's like, don't talk to her. You don't want to talk. You so don't want to talk. A, to me. Is this like like how a peacock, like the opposite of a peacock, right? You're yeah. doing the opposite. You're like, yo, nigga, nah. Yeah. But this is like intentional, right? Yeah. So I, I unintentionally people. have that face. You know, a Latina lady. Yesterday, you know, I speak Spanish every now and then when I'm at work, and I, mm-hmm. as I get buzzed, I have the tendency to do it. But I was helping somebody in Espanol, and uh-huh. you know, she told me in Spanish though. I mean, she told me in English. After I was muy amable. Muy like, amable. Right. Uh-huh. She was like, you know, you, you look so mean. <laughs> she, she, she's like, you look so serious. You don't look nice, but you're nice. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? But like, she kept it a buck. She was like, essentially saying I was ugly. She's like, you're so frail. <laughs> That's what I got. From you. That's what I got. And like, what it is, and I've heard that before. Like, people would be like, "Yo, you look like you're mad about something." And is this because I got like the crunchy forehead and I don't know, motherfucking hard a crunchy eyebrows. forehead? What does that entail? Is your forehead so like, made out of cornflakes? Nah, like, like my motherfucking area between my eyebrows always looks like it's flexing. Like I got you the got the furrowed bicep. brow. The furrow, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. not even like I'm not even doing nothing. I'm just chilling, and that joint is like, yeah, nigga, fuck around and find out, bro. Like <laughs> my forehead out this bitch, nigga. The fuck, <laughs> you see me? I'm thinking about something, not your ass. Mm. That's probably what they're worried. That's what it is too, though. You know, like secret, a little secret of life. Real quick, I'm gonna turn the music down real quick for y'all. People want to be noticed so bad everywhere that they can't stand if your ass doesn't notice them. They be like. Mm. 
You look so mad. No, bitch. I just didn't fucking see you. How about that? Like, hi, here I am. I'm, I'm sorry. But that's really what it is. Like, I'm going to change my face once we start speaking. But, like, before you even entered my cipher, I was thinking about how my bills are about to swallow my life. Uh, but now I'm ready. It's not your fault. So. <laughs> so you have resting asshole face. I guess so. Mm. Mm. I don't care. though. Either. You know, that's another part that we we will take you all down some, like, old folk shit on revenge radio because we aging gracefully okay i think she don't look her age i've been told i don't look my age and we don't even if you don't know our age go fucking around and find out somehow we ain't gonna tell it to y'all we ain't gonna spell it out y'all but uh <laughs> i just said so much i forgot what i was gonna say let me play a message i'm talking too much shit it's just a lovely ghost. place rashad <laughs> and revenge where'd Hi. you go ghost pork and beads recipes pork and beads later and then he, he's the ghost. I don't know if you're familiar ghost. with him, but he's cool, man. Shout out to my guy, Ghost. Yo, <sighs> we put something on here because it is Black History Month. I see you have not dressed yourself in anything other than your normal black. I'm well, with that, yeah. I like how you're, you don't fucking, you don't go in your closet at all. Your clothes are pretty much stuck to your skin. No, everything is black. Everything that I own is black. I have I have maybe a couple of I don't know uh, stripe, black and white stripe. But like outside of that, everything is black in real life. Can I ask you some super personal questions that you can be like, "I that's enough," or "Nah, you straight." Atrévate. Uh huh. <laughs> I know you're Puerto Rican. You know uh-huh. by me, whatever you probably feel like i got a little bit of knowledge of puerto rican families and dominican families and shit so Uh what i was going to ask you is if your family was large and secondly Uh do you have mixture of complexions within your family um yes and yes so i have um my grandparents had what mm, seven kids Wow. Um, so, and then each of the, uh, each of my aunts and uncles and my mother, my mother has three kids. I'm the eldest. Um, so they all have like between three and four children. So I have a lot of cousins, but I don't really, um, and that's on my mother's side, on my father's side, it's, um, scattered, but similar, like three or four kids. Um, and he has, I think... Oof, nine. I think nine. Um, I think there's nine of them. So, yeah, the, the, it's a pretty big family, but I don't... Um, I am to myself. Okay. I can dig it. I'm like yeah. that, too. And there is well, a, a wide range of complexions. Like, I'm as light as I am. My son is dark. Brown boy. Mm-hmm. He's a brown I heard boy. You call that brown boy. He's a brown boy's birthday the other day. Shout out to my, that. My beautiful brown boy. Yeah. So we. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. not for nothing too. Your story dedication you get from was beautiful. So you know, I like that. Love to see proud parents. You know, so because it's that's you. That's your. That's the extension of you. You know what I'm saying? That is not just him, but. You know what I'm saying? That birthday is your birthday, too. So I like to see that shit. Um, 
But listen, without getting too sentimental, because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I don't my my boy is a is a is a Latino that went the opposite way. He's my light bright, and you got a brown mm-hmm. boy, so I got a light bright. Mm-hmm. And he was talking some Afro Latino shit today because he's he's getting smart, man. He's so damn smart. Mm-hmm. But without getting too deep into my family and her family, all that stuff, I just bring that up for the people that he's like, where are you going with this? Well, you know, I've always oh, felt yeah. like Latinos and blacks are so close, you know what I'm saying, in America especially, in mm-hmm. similarities in our food and our dance and our culture. And like at times I get frustrated when I see the disconnect, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I just want motherfuckers to understand how like how close we are sometimes. You know what I mean? Like like even regardless of complexions and shit, like mm-hmm. the roots, the history, all that shit, man. I just want motherfuckers to know that shit. Because on the West Coast, it's more of like a Mexican and black. And then on mm-hmm. the East Coast, we got Puerto Rican and Dominican and mm-hmm. got a lot more Central American. Mm-hmm. But shit, man, this shit is fusing together something crazy. And I feel like it was already fusing together like that in New York before it did that all over America. Yeah. It was like 7.30. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like yeah. 7.30, niggas, like cause where I'm from, like we got mad El Salvadorian, right? Mad mm. Honduras, mad uh, that, that area. You know what I'm saying? Like not too much Puerto Rico. We got a little bit of that, but like it ain't like how many Salvadorians. Salvadorians, you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, they're mix, we mixing, and I don't know if that necessarily constitutes as Afro Latino the way, like. All right, so I'm gonna stop you know you're talking a whole lot. Talking, no, tell talking me what you think about that. Talking a lot. So, here's the thing but because in New York, right, like Puerto Ricans have been uh, traveling to New York City since like the early 1900s. You know what I'm saying? The first wave was like. 1910, 1920. Um, so, and a lot of them, so like the, the person that I was talking to you about actually uh, is the, he is the founder of African American history as we know it. Okay. Arturo, Arturo Schomburg, right? And he's from Santurce, Puerto Rico. His mother, shout out. Shout out. His mother was a, a a freed, enslaved woman. She was a black woman. His father was a German man. And he was born... He's a black man. He was born in Puerto Rico. And that's the thing. So you can be a black Latino. That's what. That's why they. a lot of people say, like, Afro-Latino. Right? Um, he called right. himself, you know, early 19... 100 years ago, before we started really using these words, he called himself an afro Borinqueño, meaning he was a black Puerto Rican. So he came to New York, and where did he end up? He ended up in Harlem. And um, he he also was like a freedom fighter. He he uh, started a whole bunch of uh, different associations. He was really very much about Puerto Rico being free and Cuba being free, even before, you know, there's long before Fidel Castro comes into the picture. Um, he had ties with the tabaqueros, which were like the cigar makers, um, because these were all artisans who were part of the labor movement in Puerto Rico. Um, and so they, they, he comes to New York and 
the whole time he's in Puerto Rico, he's like, why is there not history of people that look like me? Where is the African right. history? Where is the black history? So when he right. comes to New York, he's ready. This is the work that he is wanting to do. So he starts collecting um, specifically African-American history. And he starts his collection. And I mean, this was the, and he joins even um, the part of the Harlem Renaissance, but he was kind of gangster. I liked him. So I have some, I wanted to make sure that I got some of this very, very clear. So I wrote this down. All right. So he moved to Harlem actually in 1891. Good. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? So we have back, Puerto Ricans back, back in, in New day, Yeah, yeah. We have Puerto Ricans in New York that were liberation minded and also were very much like very understanding that white supremacy is a thing, that um black history is being ignored, indigenous history is being ignored, ignored. Um and he's he's he wants to correct that. So he starts collecting all of this and he founded in um, 1911 the Negro Society for Historical Research. So he just starts collecting all sorts of stories throughout the United States and amasses this huge collection. Right. Um, and it was beautiful. And then like in 1926, it became so famous that. Um, the New York public library system bought it for only $10,000, which is kind of a lot during that time. A lot back then. But still considering like what it was actually worth, it's, you know, um, and so it became a branch of the New York public library that they renamed, um, just recently It's called, um, the Arthur Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture. And the reason why it's important that it's a part of the New York Public Library System is that it's accessible to anyone. Hmm. Um, Anybody, y'all. Anybody. And it's in Harlem. And um, even Danny was telling me that they have um, like black comic conventions like black artists that are doing comics and, and, um, artwork, they'll, they'll have like comic conventions there, which I thought was amazing. Um, but Arthur Schomburg was very much a black Puerto Rican. He was both. He was very much part of the Harlem Renaissance. He called himself a black man. He is a black man. Um, and he was also very much uh, a Puerto Rican. He loves Puerto Rican culture. He, advocated and fought for Puerto Rican liberation. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to share this with you because I feel like this is, this shows like the gangster that he is. So, um, <laughs> so somebody asked him like he was writing letters. I don't know if you know this, but letters back then were like how people could diss each other in the most elegant yeah. way. Right. So people would send each other letters, like saying like really polite, really politely <laughs> like well, fuck, fuck you, bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> that's right 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 yeah. so 
um, you know, so, uh, another researcher was asking him about the Harlem Renaissance. And at some point um, further down his career, he became really disillusioned with them. And he was like, you're not going to find anything of substance here because these artists have been paid by white people. And I was like, holy shit. Right. <laughs> um, but this is a lot of people don't know that the, the found, essentially the founding father of what we consider African American history is a uh, black Puerto Rican from San Dulce, which is a, a known, one of the known towns of where a lot of uh, freed slaves enslaved people settled they're like four or five like Luisa Luquillo um Santurce these are towns where a lot of um freed people free black you know, enslaved people settled a lot of people that are not from New York you can imagine this right mm -hmm. because y'all have a heavy dense Puerto Rican population there Mm -hmm. What would be comparable to the population of Puerto Rican people in New York in America, like Florida, maybe? Ugh, Florida. Like, where else are you? Like, there's oh, a lot we, of Philly. We too. in Massachusetts. We in Connecticut. Pennsylvania. But New York is like a, a mecca Jersey. of some sort, right? All right, but like, isn't New York like the big bad? Like, ain't nobody really fucking with y'all in New York. So. Well, it used to be like that, but you know. Um, well, gentrification is a thing, and there well, were reasons is, do, why. Do yeah. you think that, like, this knowledge that you're saying, because, like, I'm hip, because I've always been interested in Puerto Rican just in general from hearing in rap music. Like, mm -hmm. special ed said, I'm not a Puerto Rican, but I'm speaking just so you know, right? <laughs> and I was like, okay, what, why you had to make that clarification, my guy? Like, oh, yeah, I, said, I didn't get it because I don't, yeah, they're not around here like this, and so. Mm -hmm. But what I was going to get to is like the whole black, the history in, in Puerto Rico. Like, I feel like a lot of Puerto Ricans, especially in New York, know this. Right? Yeah, because we grew up, we grew up in the neighborhoods that we end up populating um, are predominantly like Puerto Rican, Dominican, black. Wait, but what I'm saying as far as know this is what I'm saying as far as like the history of Puerto Rico. Like, and how their slave trade, because you were saying, was it Santuch? I don't want to say it wrong. Which Santurce. Santurce. And you said they have a, yeah. And so, like, I don't feel like a lot of black folks outside of the tri-state area mm -hmm. are that hip to, like, the slave well, trade. Well, who the fuck knows the about Puerto Rico? Like, you, you, saying. a lot of people don't know. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, you know, that Puerto Rico is still a colony. A lot of people don't know what Puerto Rico is, they don't really know about it. It's a small island. You know, like, I've traveled, you know, I go overseas and I'm like, yeah, I'm Puerto mm -hmm. Rican. They're like, a lot of people have never met a Puerto Rican, you know, or like... Person. Yeah. Puerto so, Ricans are still exotic, even though to me you're American. Y'all are still like exotic to you? the world. How dare what? You, you don't think you're American? Nah, I'm not American. I am Puerto Rican, sir. <laughs> I'm New Yorker. Oh, so wait, wait. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so you said wait, 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 wait. I get it. I get you. Right. Wait. We're the I am Puerto Rican. She's not American. Nah, She's Puerto I'm Rican. Not I get I'm Puerto you. Rican. Mm -hmm. I'm black, right? I don't uh -huh. really fucking. I'm from here. I was born in this goddamn country. Mm -hmm. Was you born in PR? I forgot to ask mm, you that. No. You know where the fuck born. I was oh, born. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. You know. Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, 
You're as American as shit. Like, <laughs> I am not. That is, you know, you know why I feel so strongly about that is because you know Puerto Rico is still a colony, right? And it is still under uh, the Jones Act, and now we have like we have another uh, level of like legislation that is like really devastating the islands and in newer ways and opening it up to to vultures and gentrification and like uh, a lot of puerto ricans are just leaving the mainland in droves and so we are part of the diaspora that's what it is we are part of a diaspora where home is always still puerto rico and yet the reason why we've come here is out of necessity because it's like life or death you know my grandparents came here because they were tobacco farmers working the fields and they were starving and that was like by design you know what i'm saying like the the u.s by design you know is impoverishing is devastating puerto rico so for me to say that I'm American, I'm like, I don't identify with that at all. I am Puerto Rican or New Yorkian, even. So this is perfect, actually, a little segue to what I give you all a little background. I told y'all I knew about Puerto Rico and Puerto Rican from special ed and music, like Tribe Called Quest and shit. Mm. But, and, and let me know if I'm holding you, because I'm chilling today, too, like. I charge them all my shit. I'm good. So if you need to run, oh, you can't prepare this time. I'm uh-huh. ready today. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I've been on my P's and Q's lately. I don't know if you've been hearing. Man. I'm on my shit now. I'm trying to do it good in 2023. Man. Anyways, what the fuck was I saying before? Man? Here we go. Yep. See, Puerto Ricans and rap groups. Was the was go. the beatniks? The beatniks were Puerto Ricans too, right? Beat nuts. Beat nuts. Beat yeah. nuts. Damn. Yeah, beat nuts. Shout out to Psycho Less. Psycho Less follows me on Twitter. Like, you know, it's so funny. Like on this like journey, which is mine, turned into Rashad Radio. I didn't always go by the Rashad Radio shit. I was like different rap names and shit at first. But mm-hmm. I remember when certain rappers followed me on Twitter, and I thought I'm about to make it. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Psycho Less from the Beat Nuts just followed me, y'all. <laughs> People in the audience right now are like, who the fuck are the beat nuts? And yo, beat nuts, I'm not dissing y'all, but like, that's what's so funny about like algorithms and like when you get older, you start realizing how you just be in your own little world of knowledge. And if people Mm. know what you know, then you fuck with them. But a lot of people know what they know and they might not even know what the fuck you're talking about. And the beat nuts was definitely Puerto Rican. They had a Mm -hmm. dope ass classic song y'all need to hear with Big Mm -hmm. Punk called Off the Books. Of the, the books, books this year. year. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You already know. But what I was going to get to, because I get long-winded and I have so much fun talking, is that mm. I used to be mad jealous of y'all, right? Because as a kid, I didn't even know it was y'all. But I would see from time to time before the Salvadorian, because there wasn't always a lot of Salvadorian people here, mm. right? Now we see that flag everywhere. But before we saw that flag, I would see a Puerto Rican flag here and there in a car, or I would see a Jamaican flag, you know what I'm saying? Or a flag from Africa. And my black ass was displaced in a white neighborhood. Like, where the fuck am I from? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this shit is some bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. Y'all niggas know where y'all from. And I respected that pride of country, that pride of, you know what I mean? And so when you say you're not American, I'm just giving you a hard time, man. Like, I like that you said, now fuck that. I'm Puerto Rico, Taino Indian, Toro, 
Yeah, I mean, somebody got something Damn. to say. <laughs> Tell them, Jazz. Yo soy Boricua. Pa, pa que, que lo sepa. Huepa. <laughs> pa que lo sepa. So, you know, <laughs> there's a brand, though. There's a special brand of Puerto Rican in New York. And so that was my so other. Go ahead. Dale, dale. Dale, dale. So. Another very famous um, black Puerto Rican, he's from actually from Calle, um, is Jesus Colón, Jesús Colón. And he also came over in the early 1900s and he was a writer and illustrator. Um, And he wrote about the Puerto Rican experience, especially being a black man um, and not speaking English and being from Puerto Rico and like the, the shock of it all and like being kind of like this invisible person. And he started what's really called, especially in, in the poetry and literature scene, uh, the New Eurekan movement. Put so a now that and keep talking poetry and literature scene because we'll come back to that. Okay, going. pause. No, no, I'm just saying keep going. I just want to remember that poetry. Yep. Oh, so it's a new, it's a New Yorkian mo- movement. It's literally just called the New Yorkian movement. But you have a lot of Puerto Ricans from New York that say, "Nah, I'm, I'm New Yorkian," because it's like a special brand. Because we're not, Facts. we we like from New York. We're from Puerto Rico. It's this real weird blend, and we've mixed with so many other cultures. A lot of our neighborhoods have been a lot of people from the Caribbean, a lot of people from you know the Virgin Islands, which are our neighbors. Um, you also have like West Indies, Trini, um, Haiti, DR. And so like, we have such a, a mixture of, I guess, like neighbors that have influence. And then that really shows up in, in hip hop. Mm-hmm. we were love in right there. Mm. Is how all my niggas that I've known, like literally, like not just looking at them through the TV screen, y'all. Like people that I've met from New York, people that I've met that are, you know, what I'm saying, have their traces and roots from the area. Like Puerto Ricans, Hispanics, in, in New York City, jive so cool, in my opinion. Like they, because y'all have such an influx of culture around y'all, and you're already rich with your own. Mm. So it's like y'all are so wealthy with like experience because not everybody i feel like soaks up other people's culture you, you, if you're know trying to say like and i'm not trying yeah. to say you're soaking it up but y'all are like nah we got our own shit but like we here with y'all though we hip you well yeah because it's a co- it's a common struggle that's what really has aligned i think especially in new york because you had so many liberation movements coming from puerto rico and cuba into new york along along around the same time where there was like you know the the beginnings of uh the civil rights movements in new york city and like the black panthers and the young lords but before that you know they were still like like-minded individuals understanding that we all have like a common plight we're all struggling we're all like the invisible people being you know still being subjugated in the united states and so that alignment also i think it's been a hundred years more what you said reminded me of myself when i was very unpolished right 
back in the day when I would say what I would say to people, like when I would just be out drunk, talking to people, being me, being colorful, I would tell people that go. got me fucked up. I'd be like, yo, I don't know why if like Spanish folks took me the wrong way or something. I'd be like, America just looking at y'all like nigga number two. So y'all with this with us. Like, I know that that wasn't something polite, like politically correct to say. But what I was trying to say with that is that the struggle you in this, like, we ain't wealthy. We ain't mm-hmm. like, it ain't the Puerto Ricans that's the, the, that are running this country. Right. And that mm-hmm. ain't no shot. It's that we all trying to get it. <clears throat> and yeah. When I was on Polish, I was saying that I was just nigga number two as a, to say that the people that got it, you get what I'm saying. I don't need to spell it out, right? No, I absolutely, because it's true. Like, um, Latinidad has a colorism problem and they there is racism. And I think it's because, at least in Puerto Rico, right, there was this, and I was just like learning about this recently, that there was a, a rule, a law, whereas like, you know, back in the day, if you were... One sixteenth black, you were considered black. In Puerto Rico, it was different. It was like if you could prove you had a white ancestor, like a white grandparent, and wow. you were white. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Wait mm-hmm. a fucking second, young. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, somebody clip that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wait, crazy. wait. Mm-hmm. How many nigga rows in America would do that shit right now in the South? I want to know because that shit is hilarious. We've been doing it the other way. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's hilarious. But it was because a people law. People would try to fucking Rico. benefit from that shit. Yeah, Yo, yeah. what if you could fucking get pulled over? No, I'm just playing. I'm bugging too much. But hold on. This is in Puerto Rico, a real thing. A real thing. And it so was back in the this day. This is actually a bad thing, y'all. It's I'm a being exaggerated because this is incredible. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> No, really. Let me see what what is it called specifically, so you can look this up. Um, Please. Because yeah, I sent you pictures to... of my books. Yeah, so, wait, that was your so book? if you want, hold those up, are my up. books. Go look at your Instagram. I'm not at you right now. Oh shit! See, this is why I gotta stop following big booty hoes. What page am I on? Oh my god! I don't know who that is. Lord, why are you such a mess? I'm a terrible mess. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's see. Two new messages. This is, all right, they're videos. This is the new shit you just sent me. No, they're not videos. Hold they're on, just disappear. Uh-huh. Puerto Rican in New York and other sketches. Jesus uh-huh. Talon. You hear me still? Am I still there? Yes, yes. You're that here. nigga look like me. This nigga <laughs> look like me, y'all. Yeah. That's my yo, that's so, my family. But that's what I'm saying. Like because these were these were these are black Puerto Ricans. Um yep. all right, let me see. So the reason why they did this, from what I'm understanding, is that Spain was worried about um that the the enslaved people because I, I don't I'm trying to move away from saying slaves because they're not they're right. they were enslaved people. They're so enslaved. like they were enslaved yeah, they're not live, slaves yeah. right exactly these are people we should treat them with dignity like, and respect locks it's locks it's locks right, right. so you hold uh, up are we doing the same thing as grand rising right there or no i mean maybe but i feel like it's giving dignity to people instead of playing semantics you know what you fucking pack that shit <laughs> 
All right, so I'm looking this up. So basically, from what I gather, gather there was a lot of um, uh, fr- newly freed enslaved people um, in Puerto Rico, and they were worried about the influence. They were like, we don't want, you know, an uprising. We don't want, you know, a revolution. And they were trying to get people to move to Puerto Rico from other... So they, they wanted other people from like Europe to come in and from other countries to come in and kind of like disrupt the the cultural changes that were happening. And maybe that these people would influence uh, Puerto Ricans to be, you know, uh, I don't know, like less black. It's fucking weird, right? It's weird. Mm. But the thing, the special thing about Puerto Rico, and it's true, anybody who was born in Puerto Rico or is Puerto Rican, they're very proud being Puerto Rican and they are enmeshed in the culture and that's exactly what happens and the culture just happens to be a mixture of black, Taino and and European histories and it just mixed and created its own thing Uh, so their plan backfired so then they instituted this weird law I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to get it, hold on uh, it's so it's no, ridiculous. So like, we got a we got a historian over here. I ain't even know Revenge is a nerd. I had that historian bug in it like this. Revenge like, is a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my phone so, just crashed. Is your shit saying with my thing? Dario was unavailable. Hold up, are you there? I'm here. Hello? God, are you hello, here? Hello, hello. Oh, you're gone. Hello? Oh, no, I don't got tell it. me that. What? I'm here. I'm You're here. here. We're okay. here together. I don't see nothing. My shit is dead, though. Like, <laughs> All right. So one of the laws um, was, what is it? Regala de sacar or gracias al sacar. A person of African ancestry could be considered legally white if able to prove they also had ancestors with at least one person per generation in the last four generations who had been legally white. What is legally white doing for these niggas? I want to <laughs> know. Like, what the fuck? I'm legally white. Don't arrest me. Don't put me in jail. Like, that's all I could think of. It's like, I'm legally white. I don't, don't know. I don't me. know. Be- I-, I don't know because, you know, and then this was a thing also, like, around this time, there were still indigenous people um my son's father actually has a really interesting story about um how his grandfather his great grandfather used to sneak indigenous people uh in in his car because if they were found they they essentially were disappeared they were killed and so like from my understanding if you could legally pass for white Right. And they had they had these little books where you could carry if you were a black Puerto Rican, you could carry them. They were like little passports in Puerto Rico. And if it said you were legally white, you were entitled to certain things. Uh, One, namely not being disappeared or not being considered a runaway slave or, you know, it gets really crazy. So that the idea of survival was all about white passing. Yo, that's crazy. 
Look at your uh, IG. I sent you a DM of what my screen looks like right now. I'm gonna open. Oh yeah, stereo is unavailable. No, no, it's uh, it's refreshing. I think. Yours says that too. Yeah. Okay, because I can't do nothing. I can't play no messages. If anybody's leaving a message, y'all should do it now. And then by the time we get back, we play that shit. You're listening to episode wow. two of Revenge Radio. I'm having a good time. I've been drinking some good beer, and she's giving me some history that I knew she knew. No, I didn't know this. Like I really didn't. So this is great content. And this is what y'all should do: get your content up. I want to open and close the app, but I feel like it's gonna close. It's gonna if your shit says this and my shit says <laughs> this, it's gonna. It's like no. Should, should we say no. goodbye? Should we say goodbye now? No, go ahead, refresh. Yeah. Fuck around and find out. That's the title I'm of the show. Go ahead, find it. Out. Wait, so hold up, Bo. You like the fuck around and find out representative, like president, like Wade Nims is on some bing bong. You do it first, girl. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. All right. I'm scared. She's going to do it. She just said fuck it. She going to be back, y'all? Find out. How y'all enjoying the show, man? Y'all having a good time? It's a fucking episode two. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that she comes back. Revenge. Rashad Radio. Are you there? Revenge. Are you there? She didn't make it back. She's gone. Oh shit. <laughs> she texted me on Instagram. Oh fuck. Fuck, stereo. Don't do this to us. No. I'm gonna open I'm gonna open close the app, y'all. If it fucking dies. Maybe we'll reconvene and give you an outro, but this could be the end of it. Damn. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> I knew it. She sacrificed herself. If y'all are out there listening, man, share this. Clip these parts. Revenge is a bitch. It's gone. Julio says he's listening to me rapping. Who is this Julio? Don't do it. Lord Protector says don't do it. I can't see nothing. Tell Rashad his album should be called Legally Wild. <laughs> Yo, Jay Smooth. Shout out to my guy, Jay Smooth. I, I don't know what to do. Hey, yo, hold on. Let me text her. Hey, yo, nah. Lord Protector, size it up. Text um, text Revenge. Let her know that I'm stuck. Y'all can't see nothing. I can't bring her back. This is this is some other shit. Let me turn this music off, yo. I need to fucking tell. We in some stereo matrix, yo. They they did this to your boy Rashad. They did it to Revenge Radio. Dude, we out here fucking the stereo streets up. Probably too many fucking perpetrators trying to come through this shit. They don't fucking love me. Why they want to come through here? No. I can't do nothing though. My co-host is gone. The, the feeling is gone. We were killing it. All right, so look, y'all. I'm going to end the show on the sense that, like, I'm ending it. But who knows? Maybe. Because I still got a whole beer right here. I thought I had 30 more minutes left of this shit. I'm going I'm to hit her up. See if she wants to do a closing part. I got people DMing me right now. The New Yorkian spirits. <laughs> Yo, 
Alright, I'ma close this shit, y'all. I'ma I'm end this shit, y'all. I'ma hit her up on IG and see if she wants to continue, man. Because if the longer I stay away, she's gonna be like, nah, nigga, this shit's dead, man. Alright, alright, yo, I appreciate y'all listening. Let's see what happens. I'ma open and close the app. Fuck around and find out, y'all.